Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bear Share Show. This is your host, Andre Matoyer, and I want to wish everyone an excellent and safe holiday weekend. Um, as we go into the holiday weekend, this tends to be a time of reflection and time that we get to kind of calm down and spend with our loved ones, family, and friends. Um, but we all tend to think of those aspects of family and friends differently. And instead of spending time with maybe necessarily our blood family, a lot of gays tend to spend time with what we call our chosen families. And there's a large number of reasons for that. Um, But to join me with this conversation is a good long-term friend of mine, the lovely Mr. Adam Barkhouse. Adam, how are you doing today? Hey, Andre. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks holidays. for taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, happy holidays to you, too. Um, how long have we known each other? Pretty long, right? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's got to be at least four or five years now, for sure. Four or five years, yeah. Um, and you are from where? Uh, I am currently living in Surrey, British Columbia. Nice. But an hour outside of Vancouver. Yeah, right on. Um, yeah, so thanks for talking to me about this topic of, of family and chosen family. I know as, um, you know, being a part of the gay community and bear community, sometimes it can feel like um, one large family and pretty interconnected. I mean, you're someone who lives thousands of miles away from me, but yet we still talk pretty regularly, which is, you know, which is crazy. But yeah. that's one of the benefits of, of being in the bear community and being in the gay community is I, I noticed that we tend to form a lot of, um, close connections with people that aren't necessarily as physically close to you, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. You kind of gravitate towards people, especially in an online presence where you can create friends with people that you've never actually met before. Yeah, exactly. We've met though. So at least there's, yes, (laughs) we have, but I, but I agree. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to connect with people. Um, And that sort of brings me to this topic. So, you know, being in the holidays, I know that it can be a a great time, but it could also be a stressful time for people. Um, You know, something that I was reading recently was that there are, you know, despite all the progress that has been made with, um, with gay rights and gay people, there tends to be still you know, gays that I know that struggle going home to their family that don't talk to their family and they end up spending, you know, those particular times like Thanksgiving or Christmas with their friends or what we call a quote chosen family. So Adam, what does that mean? When I say chosen family, what do you think of? Well, the biggest part about a chosen family is people that you decide to surround yourself with that just make you feel better about everything. And for a lot of people, especially for those of us in the LGBT community that can't necessarily um, spend the holidays or any time with their families, they choose to surround themselves with people that just bring that sense of positivity to them. And I think that's, it's a really good thing for all of us to have whether we have a good relationship with our family or not, it's always good to have that chosen uh, group of people we surround ourselves with to kind of 
be with, especially in times where it's hard to be with family. Exactly. Like when I think of my chosen family, I think of my ride or dies, right? Like people that I've known for a very long time or that I, that have proven to me that I can count on them and, you know, they can count on me and we've been there for each other, you know? Exactly. Um, I know that in the gay community, especially in the bear community, when I was first coming out, it was hard to imagine people. I felt so different. So it was hard to imagine people like me. So I know that when I started making my friends in Phoenix, um, you know, despite, you know, whether or not we drive each other crazy or whatever happens, drama or otherwise between each other, we all love each other. And we've been friends for like 12 years now. And it's crazy. So I keep that in mind when I think of my chosen family, right? Like these people that are always there for me. We spend time together. You know, that's, that's who, um, that's who I know I can count on when times are tough. Yeah, know? exactly. Um, one thing that was, was interesting was um, talking to, over the years, several different friends of mine, and I, you know, I'll ask them, hey, like, what are you doing for the holidays and whatnot? And, and I'm fortunate. My family's been pretty awesome with me being gay and coming out, and I'm able to freely be myself, which is, I understand a privilege, but there's several of my friends that um, they can't do that, right? Like, they, they can't go home. They only spend time either alone or maybe with a you know, few people they call their chosen family. Um, exactly. and, and that's, and that's pretty tough. Um, what it is, how do you spend your holiday and what do you do? <clears throat> well, this year being, um, in a completely different city than the rest of my family, um, I'm only going to get a short time, um, at home just with uh, having to work. I work in retail. So this time yeah. of the year is always really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually flying home in about three and a half hours. Um, and I get to spend about 48 hours with my family before I got to come fly back. Um, okay. So this year is going to be a little weird because I'll get a couple of days home with uh, with most of my family um, okay. and then fly back on Christmas Day, um, in which case Christmas night, there's actually going to be a couple of us getting together that either can't go home for the holidays because of work or because of um travel restrictions or yeah they can't go home for the holidays to go see family because there might be um some issues there kind of thing so there's actually a exactly. good group of us getting together to kind of have like a, a friends miss dinner on christmas night which will be nice that's awesome yeah and yeah, yeah I, you know especially with covid too a lot of us had to sort of stay in our bubbles the last couple of years and maybe Absolutely. it wasn't an issue of their family maybe their family like you know doesn't have an issue with who, who they are it's just more of an issue of like being safe, you know, health and safety and yeah. whatnot, health and safety. Yeah. Um, and also uh, maybe just living in a different city. So how far away are you from your parents currently? I don't know Canadian geography as well as, you know, <laughs> um, I probably should. Well, but... <laughs> in terms, in terms of flying, it's about a th- just over three hours on a direct okay. flight. Um, okay. It's a couple of thousand kilometers away from home. So kilometers you and your kilometers get out of here i can convert it for you if you like (laughs) no we're we're, i'm good good. right on um all right so what do you have uh planning to do for your uh christmas dinner what's going on there how many people or what's going on with that so christmas dinner um it actually it'll be two different ones so with my family we're doing 
Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve while I'm still home. Okay. Um, and being my family being from the East Coast of Canada, our Christmas dinner is more um, like a British Christmas dinner. So it's like turkey and stuffing and a lot of root vegetables. All right. Um, and then our friends miss Christmas dinner on Christmas Day. Um, it's just going to be kind of a potluck of sorts. So someone's bringing okay. turkey, someone's bringing sides. I'm in charge of the wine. So, um, you know, big responsibility. So it's, it's your fault if everyone gets drunk. Is that what yeah, exactly. Okay. But no, it'll be a nice little potluck thing to get together for. Yeah, and that's awesome. Um, you know, I remember with my chosen family, we remember Game of Thrones when it was like big, right? Like we would do um, Game of Thrones dinners and watch yep. the newest episode and stuff. And, and yep. that was great, you know? Um, one thing I noticed is as my straight friends have gotten older, um, I don't know if you've seen this too, but many of them have gotten married. A lot of them start to have kids. Um, you know, I still talk to them. I still love them. I still see them when I can, but it's hard. You know, they're, they're busy with work and their immediate family and whatnot. Um, and so while they have that going on, I feel like I tend to spend time with my, my clique or my group or my chosen family, if that makes sense more. So some of those same occasions I might've spent with my spouse and, and my children with them, if I was straight, or maybe instead spent with, you know, my group of friends, my, who I consider my chosen family. Yeah. Is that I the same exactly with you? you mean. Yeah. So, um, Coming out of high school, um, I had a couple of really good best friends. They were all straight. And mm -hmm. now that we're all in our 30s, um, one has, he just adopted uh, his fourth kid. So he's got four oh, wow. kids. Um, and then another one just got married in the, in the spring and is expecting his first kid in about three weeks. Okay. And the other one is actually moving to a new city with his girlfriend of a couple of years. So you're right. I'm not sure if it's exactly black and white to say, oh, straight people will kind of branch off more into the family thing because not everyone does that. Not but, everyone does, um, yeah. No, and I 100% know what you mean. Is like it's I find now, especially kind of coming into my late 20s and now I'm 30, you kind of gravitate more towards people in your community a lot more that are around yeah. uh, around the same area of you in terms of where you are in life, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, I, I kind of touched on it, and we kind of touched on it already, but why do you think, um, you know, groups like, like you see um, are so prominent in the gay community or, or so prominent in the bear community as well? I feel a lot of it, like from a personal perspective, it's almost like a group of the same people that are all kind of at the same stage in their life. Okay. Like a lot of my friends out here in Vancouver, some people I've met before, some people I didn't meet until I moved here, but we all kind of seem to be at that same stage in our lives. We're in our late 20s to late 30s and we're all working professionals, um, we're doing a lot of the yeah. same things. None of us have, um, none of us really have kids. Um, I'm not really sure how biased of a perspective on life that is, but that's <laughs> kind of where we are is we're all yeah. kind of doing the same thing on the same trajectory. And we kind of gravitate into our little bubble together. 
And I feel that's kind of uh, the same for a lot of people is it's hanging out with people that are on kind of the same direction as you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think one thing I've noticed too is um, some of the reason why these friendships have lasted so long is because we, we do start off in a similar spot in life and we kind of grow together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll move through some of those same stages together and it helps that we, because we have a lot of the same interests and, same things that we value, you know, which is why we find each other in the first place. So, well, especially in the gay community, like we all, we all kind of have some different beginnings. Like some people like are from a small town, like I am. And I didn't come out like officially to family until I was in my twenties. And uh, some of us are from a big city and some of us came out in high school and some of us have good relationships with family. Some of us have bad relationships with family, but I feel um, at a certain point, we all kind of find each other, which is weird. Yeah. Um, we kind of all gravitate towards each other and kind of make that chosen family for ourselves to just gravitate towards people that just make us feel good and almost kind of represent where we are in ourselves, right? Yeah, it makes us feel normal, you know, in, in a yes. time when we grew up a lot of the times feeling like we weren't normal or feeling like yeah. we were different or ostracized. Especially um, when, like, if you were younger, if you were, like, the only, like, gay kid in the group kind of thing. Yeah. Now, it's everyone's kind of in the same boat. Yeah. When you're with your friends, you feel at home. You feel like you're in a safe space because you're with people that are like-minded. So, um, going forward, how do you think we can better support people that maybe are searching for a chosen family? So, uh, for example, I was reading a Rolling Stone article that was talking about thousands of kids still every year are um, kicked out of their family's homes. Um, and many of them never really regain a relationship with their family. Um, they're forced to go in the foster system or they live, you know, a lot more difficult lives and, and you know, they, they have a lot more uh, baggage to them. Um, what can we do as fellow people in the gay community be better at supporting them and helping them? Well, I think the first big thing for a lot of people, and, I, and I've, seen it in a fair amount of people that I've met over the years is just being open to including those people that are new um, in in things, whether it's even just saying hi initially at, if you're out uh, at a bar or an event, or if you're at dinner with people or even just a small get together, just introducing yourself and just creating that bit more of a webbed network of people because you never know what kind of people, um, what things people could bring to your group. Um, but also just not being closed off. Uh, I've seen too many of these like clicks that like mm-hmm. they've got their core and they don't let anyone new in. And it, uh, it's a shame. Like you don't know what kind of person could could come in and what they could bring just to your group as a whole. Yeah. I'm going to add to that and say to you, like, um, I don't know if you've seen this, but checking your bias and not just being inclusive to people you only find attractive. Um, that too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like you said it really well, like being nice to new people. So, you know, if there's someone new, that you see at a bar or see, you know, out and about, maybe they're standing by themselves. You don't, you don't see them mingling because they seem a little shy. Go say right. hi, you know, maybe they just need that little push. Um, but 
I, I, I don't know. I feel like people that other people don't find attractive, they get left out and that's not fair. You know, just check that bias. Oh, hundred percent. There's no, and it, it's, it sucks, but there's no shortage of people that won't even give you the time of day. If, uh, if they're not into you sexually, which is, is kind of sad, but there that's reality, right? <laughs> it um, is reality. It's shitty though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. And on the other side of it, like the whole, the whole baby gay scenario, we were all there at one point. Oh, yeah. None of, none of us like came out of the womb gay and like immediately in a giant friend group of people. Like we right. eventually all had to integrate ourselves into some sort of chosen family group within our community. We were all new at one point. So it's just kind of realizing, hey, I've been there what can I do to make it easier for someone who I was in that position a couple of years ago? Right. Yeah. And I can't thank those people enough who helped me. You know, I, it feels like yesterday in some ways, and it also feels like a million years ago in other ways, but like I, there, I rely and think on certain people that help me get to where I'm at now with confidence right. and who I am as a person and um, being able to have and maintain friends and not chosen family so i agree that's a good message there yeah and it's it's important like i mean yes family is family is great but like i said i have a good relationship with my family but i'm i don't want just my family right like you have to have those individuals that you want to choose to surround yourself with exactly um and those those people that you choose to surround yourself with too um you know, make sure that they're quality, make sure that they are people that enhance your life, you know, um, make sure that there's are people that actually support you. Um, you know, I think some people are too quick to try to say that they're friends with people and be friends with people that really don't care about them. You know, maybe they're right. just trying to do it for like an image thing, but I, I don't recommend that. Find good people no. for you. Absolutely. Find people that make you feel good for more than just looking good for the gram, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's true, though, you know? like No, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. 100% is. Yeah. Um, what advice can you give to maybe someone who um, is struggling with their blood family? Ooh, struggling with blood family. Um there's there's always going to be people that just won't connect with what we as a community as a lgbt community are going through and not to say that there are some people that are lost causes but there are and that it sucks that's the reality of where we live um yeah but all you can do is try because for a lot of people blood-related family is all that they have at that particular moment in their life, right? So to try to keep that relationship as fragmented as it can seem at sometimes is really important. And all you can do is try, but at some point, if you keep trying and they're, they don't move in terms of how they see you, then it's, it's just a choice that you have to make. It's a hard choice you have to make, but at some point you have to choose to just move on and find yourself that chosen family that loves you for who you are 
and surround yourself with people that make you feel positive about who you are as opposed to negative. Yeah. Um, You know, gay pride isn't just waving a flag around during pride, right? Like, I think part of having a good chosen family to help support you is getting to a point in your own life where you can be resilient and proud of who you are and stand up against things that maybe normally would hurt you. Um, One of the best things I love about being gay is it forced me to um, deal with things that I probably wouldn't have. You know what I mean? Like I was able to learn how to stand up for myself and think about things that are outside the box. And I think um, through that, I've learned to be self-confident and believe in what I think and believe in who I am and have the support of my friends. So when there are family members that disappoint you, you don't let it bother you. You're able to move past it and through it and not let that person take you down, you know, For um, sure. which is disappointing, but it's, it's a good way of, of getting through it. It, it is. And I mean, it, it's one of those things that it, it takes time and experience to realize that it might not be the only time you have to experience something like that. And the whole, it gets better, it gets easier, it does. But at the same time, it, it, it's it's sad that that's the reality for a lot of people is that they have to go through that kind of thing with their family. But yeah, I know some people who don't have a good relationship with their family and they surround mm-hmm. themselves regularly and during the holidays with their chosen family. And I think that's, I think that's great yeah. to, to, to find yourself that group that you just, is your family at the end of the day. That's your yep. group that you feel the positivity with everyone. Yep. Some people may disagree, but family does not have to be blood. Family Certainly is who not. shows up with you at the end of the day. Um, yep. Did you ever watch the show, um, the one with uh, that show the trans community really well, uh, Pose? Did you ever see that Pose? show? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've watched the first two seasons, but I haven't watched the final okay. season, so no spoilers. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. I just think that that show does a really nice job of showing um, chosen families in their own way. What they formed were houses that essentially they would have a house mom who would take care of the kids. And the majority of them were people that were displaced from their family for various reasons. And, um, you know, the idea was that you follow these people through the 80s and early 90s growing up and you see them change and mature but you, nothing that, you know, the thing that doesn't change is their relationship and their bond. You know, even if there's drama right. between one another, when it comes to the outside world, they stand with each other because that's their, that's their family. And I thought that was always really touching and beautiful. And I think that did a really nice job of showing what it's like in the gay community to be with that sort of environment and mentality and family. So, Oh, for sure. Especially because we've all felt kind of lost in some aspects and the it does really show a good mentality of kind of helping those people that feel lost especially in the situation that they're in just regarding being gay and especially in that time with everything going on with oh yeah with aids and and yeah the people of color and stuff like that too with everything going on is it really shows it in in a in a touching light just to have that group of people that you surround yourself with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, last thing, Adam. Anything else you want to share with 
everyone on Chosen Family? Uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. Really just surround yourself with people who make you feel good, whether that is straight friends, gay friends, relationships, family, all of it. it don't ever feel that you need to surround yourself with people that don't make you feel positive because that's not the way that you should do anything. Right. Life's too short for that. It is. Just surround yourself with people that make you feel good because you can't be hanging out with people all the time. So why would you go through the motions of taking that small amount of time? You have to be social to be surrounded by people that don't make you feel good. Exactly. 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 Well, well said, Adam. Um, And to all those listening, you know, I really hope that all of you have a wonderful holiday season. If you're one of those individuals that maybe struggles to go home to their family or, you know, maybe doesn't look forward to the holidays. I love the holidays. So if you're one of those people that doesn't, you know, I'm here for you. And, you know, just remember that there are people that love you. Um, You know, the bear community, the gay community at large, you know, find your group of people that you know care about you and spend that time with them. 100%. Always reach out. There's always someone that will be there to talk. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Adam. Um, I appreciate it. I hope that you have a wonderful holiday. Thank you. You too. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And uh, thank you all to the listeners of The Bear Shore Show. Uh, once again, if you like The Bear Shore Show, please follow and subscribe and listen. And if you have a request or something you want to talk to me about, um, feel free to email me at thebearshareshow at gmail.com. And also please feel free to follow The Bear Shore Show on YouTube and Instagram at The Bear Shore Show and Twitter at The Bear Shore Show as well. So thank you everyone. Thanks again, Adam. And everyone have a great holiday weekend. Bye for now. Thanks a lot, Andre. All right, bye.